We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We're back. We're back for the second episode. I guess you can call it the second episode of this season. It's week five. It's Black Hole Sundays. It's me, Stephen Langford. It's Joe Spadoni on the other side, as always. He's great, and he's looking great today. How you doing, Joe? I'm feeling great. I'm looking great. It's a big day in the Bay Area for sports, mm-hmm. but uh, the Raiders, they did not look great in that first half, Stephen. Yes. That was a tough loss Monday night, and what was essentially a home crowd for the team at SoFi Stadium. It was a weird game. You had a weather delay early in a, what I thought was a fully domed stadium. I mm-hmm. guess it's not at SoFi. They have like an open yeah, like air type flow thing. Yeah, and there was lightning in Southern California. Maybe that was a bad omen. Chargers, lightning bolt. Hunter Renfro <laughs> drops a third down pass. You just knew it wasn't going to be good from there on. And you heard Spadoni. It is a big sports weekend in the Bay Area, but we are still Raider fans here in the Bay, even though they are in Vegas. And that's what this podcast is for. Yep. And before we get, to, I don't, I don't know how the, talking about the Chargers game is going to make us feel. I don't know if it's going to get us down or if we're going to be optimistic. But trust me, at the end of this podcast, or not the end, but toward the end, when we talk a little bit about the Bears, there was an article written in the Ringer, and I referenced one last week, and I got another one to reference here. But it was a nice little gut punch as a reminder as to what the Khalil Mack trade did. So we'll get to that uh, in just a second, but. You mentioned there in the Charger game, just a weird start. It's just weird. Just a weird start. Yeah. Supposed to start at 5.15, didn't start till 5.55 because of a lightning storm in L.A. And it's like... Sounds like some lightning right there. You just dropped something? My bad. I dropped my phone. <laughs> but it's in a dome, and yet they're still not running the game? Like, I didn't know what the hell was happening. No, it was weird because I was listening to it uh, the first... Well, I got to watch it at home, thankfully. Usually, I get off, and then I listen to the first bit on radio. Uh, Kevin Harlan... Kurt Warner always do a good job Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was listening. I was like, wait, there's a weather delay. I was like, this is – SoFi's domed. Like, what, what do you mean? And then they said lightning and some seats could be affected. So I was like, okay, that's weird. So a team like the Raiders who are already notoriously off to slow starts throughout the year, they just have not shown up well in the first or second quarters, and now we have a delay. So that's not good. And then <laughs> – Obviously, the game starts, and the Raiders just looked like they didn't know what they were doing. They didn't look like they practiced. Offensive line looked putrid. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you can be as good as you want. I mean, these comebacks are great, but when you keep spotting teams 14 nothing, in this case 21 nothing, it's hard to come back from. And, listen, I give the Raiders credit in the second half. They turned things around. They got stops when they needed to. The defense, I actually thought, played well overall. Even in that first half when the Chargers did score 21 points, they made a lot of stops. Herbert was just awesome. That could have been like a 35 nothing or 28 nothing in that first half. It was that bad. 
And I thought Max Crosby and Gawkway, they were doing a lot. Couldn't quite get the pressure on them. They were close a couple times, but Herbert's just so damn good, man. That offense. And you didn't even hear from guys like Mike Williams and Keenan Allen too many times. It's just that running game of Eckler, old Raider legend, may I say, Jared <laughs> Cook. God. And that was the, that was yeah. it right there. That was it. it was that, the run game yeah. and them being able to use Jared Cook because yep. it seemed like they just forgot how to cover tight ends again. Again. But, they had done some good, decent job this year covering, like, Gesicki. I mean, other than that one catch he had, not doing much. Uh, uh, against the Steelers, you didn't hear. Is Ebron still there? Yeah, I mean, so Ebron didn't hear from him, really. So they've been doing a good job, and it just sucks because the cornerback depth has been so good for the Raiders. I mean, granted, Arnett got hurt early, but other than him, Mullen, you know, Hobbs, you know, even Abram, we were talking about it last episode. I mean, the secondary's been playing well, and then for them just to get so beaten up early in that game, and now it looks like we're not even going to see uh, Mullen or Arnett this weekend. It looks like they're going to be out of the game. They didn't practice uh, at all today, too. So. The, mullet th- the Mullen thing's going to hurt them. Arnett, okay. I mean, yeah. he's, in- he's injured. That sucks for him. Yeah. That's unfortunate, so but he hasn't yeah. been good. He's, he been a li- been. he's been a liability on has the field. Been, I mean, even for the development, though, I mean, you draft this guy to be good, and him just not even being out on the field now just to even try to improve his game or mm-hmm. just, you know, just learned at the position is just, just horrible. It looks like another bad draft pick. Another first-round draft pick that struggled, Leatherwood, Alex Leatherwood out of Alabama, just did not look very good. Granted, he's going up against a really good front for the Chargers. but They're trying man, to create a plan now against Khalil Mack where they're moving him they're all moving over him the guard. line. That's that was, not good. No, it's not good for his development. And the thing is, like people were saying, yeah, Col- look at Colton Miller. Raiders' first former first-round pick, obviously out of UCLA a few years back, first year of Gruden regime for the new Gruden regime, I should say, for the Raiders. And it took some time for him. Granted, he was a little injured his rookie year, but they just kept sticking with it, kept it to it, and he turned into a really good player. you got to just get Leatherwood some reps at that right tackle. I don't feel confident putting Brandon Parker out there. I just, I mean, the rat on the table, shout out Guru. <laughs> the guard play and the center play have just been so awful. They're and all it, they're all ranked at the bottom, it's just according to Pro Other Football than Focus. Miller, I mean, yeah. they just haven't been good, and Derek was just fighting for his life in that first half. And I think Tom Cable spoke about it post game or post practice yesterday. Just they just need to start playing with confidence in that first half and trusting themselves because we see it in the second halves of these games. The line starts playing well all of a sudden. Yeah. So it's like they have the capabilities to do it. Just start early. Just have feel that confidence. Maybe it's a big play here or there to get the juices flowing. Maybe it's just a big run for fifteen or twenty yards. I mean, Jacobs just he couldn't do anything. I mean, he was hobbled a bit. I didn't even did Kenyon Drake play that game. I didn't even hear him. Like I didn't hear his name called at all. Yeah, even though Peyton Barber wasn't wasn't playing, but I think what that offensive line showed it speaks to the culture that they've created. And I'm not going to lie to you, it makes me kind of nervous about any of these guys on defense who are thriving. It makes me nervous about whether they want to stay around, stick around or not. Because I mean, Andre James at center center is the worst center according to Pro Football Focus, him, in the entire league. They paid him like he did something, yeah. too. I mean, you get rid of Rodney Hudson, you trade him to the Cardinals. Listen. If you that, don't get the run game going, if you don't, if that offensive line doesn't get doesn't win in the trenches, then you're not going to win any football games. No, you're not. You can't rely on Derek to throw it 40 times a game. Mm-hmm. That's just not a winning recipe. And if you want to actually go to the playoffs, you have to be balanced. You have to be able to run the ball, control time of possession, and then, yeah, take your shots to rugs last. Because look what happened. I mean, you got in down 21 nothing, 
And yeah, there was a chance you almost came back. I mean, yep. they had they were driving. No, it looked great. The, yeah, fir- the first the first two drives of the of the second half were fantastic. And then you were driving, you hit rugs in that deep ball, and it's like okay, okay. And then the offensive line. Then you get a sack, and then it's oh. But that's okay. the issue, man. Then we miss a field goal. You just can't rely on. De- and I'm not listen. We can talk about the Joey Bosa comments if you want. If it Derek I do. Ca- if Derek Carr was quote unquote soft, if you hit him, please. That's every single quarterback in the league. If you hit them. If you hit Tom Brady, that's well, I've seen Tom Brady take that exact sack a million times. He knows he's not going to get out of the way. Yeah. He does he knows he can't extend the play and if he tries, he may turn the ball over. Take the sack, get a field goal, live a play another day. I don't let's, I know, let's, everyone's tweeting the meme. Let's take in. a let's take a second to talk about I'm it. I'm about it, Steven, as let's, you can tell. Let's take a second to talk about it though because the other viral moment was Joey Bosa calling out the refs. For you know, not getting any holding calls for him, so clearly he's going up to the podium with a little bit of salt. All right, with because he was dominating that first half. I'm sitting there like, dude, he's wrecking this game right now. Like, ju- you you can't stop him. Wh- whatever they're doing, and you know what? I think he was also a little salty too because I know you said we didn't mention Kenyon Drake at all. Where was he? Well, on that you know final uh, play in the red zone with that touchdown to Waller, where he mossed Asante Samuel Jr. Kenyon Drake was huge in the pass block for that because he helped double-team Bosa and gave Derek Carr enough time to get it there. So I think Joey Bosa was just salty at that point. But I love the way, and I think this was both you and you and I, were, our reaction to it was Derek Carr. We were talking about it last episode. He's different. He's he's no longer that oh shucks guy. He's not. He didn't like it. He, he said it like, got under his hey, skin when hey, he heard hey, it. Hey, hey, he said the P word. Pissed. He said pissed he, off. He said crap, too. Whoa. That's, <laughs> hey, that's big for Derek, Dude. Man. He may have to say a couple of Hail Marys after that. Before that? Butt. Seriously. Before that, say 2016, even when he's having an MVP type of year. Oh, man. He oh, would have been like, oh. You know, man, I love Joey Man as a player. Oh, man. I love Joey. I just think he's a, you know, just so an edge rusher that's who. his opinion, and uh, he he can have it, and uh, we'll uh, move on from there. Yeah. But now and he's now just like, I think he I think he watch, might have watched that game in reverse. Yeah. And I said, ooh, car. Yeah. So speaking of Carr, at the beginning of the game, we we talked about it with the with the lightning delay. And actually, you know, they have such a small window. Booger McFarlane and Steve Young and Adam Schefter, they got to go by the schedule, right? But when they go off script, they give them that forty five minutes of time. I don't know if you watched any of it, but they started calling like Justin Herbert a future Hall of Famer, which I was just okay. You're a little too forward with that. I think Steve Young said he's like top five in the league already, right? I, he <laughs> could be. Sure, he, sure, yeah. he could be close to that, but. Um, what uh, what was getting uh, what was getting interesting was them talking about Carr's contract. Yeah, I, they haven't paid. They haven't extended him yet. Now I understand he's got a year left on his deal, but if you think that he's the guy, I mean, you want to pay anybody you think is going to be a mainstay on this team as soon as you can, just so you can get the money figured out, and so you can pay other premium players. As opposed to you know just leaving it to the last second and hey we don't we don't have the money to spend for you right now and I think that's what Schefter was saying right Steve Young was the guy saying hey you need to pay this guy now he's yeah. been playing great he's what what's he's meant for this franchise mm-hmm. Schefter's like listen what is it he what has he done like like if they don't make the playoffs this year yeah Gruden's looking at probably getting rid of Mike Mayock right making another sweeping changes yeah he may be looking at another quarterback maybe going younger maybe going for a vet. We don't know. So I think there's a lot riding on just making the playoffs this year. And I think that's the right approach. I know Derek's been playing pretty well this year, but I'd still like to wait and see maybe a guy like 
Aaron Rodgers might be available. <laughs> Russell Wilson might be available. He might be missing some time. Seahawks, they might not be very good this year. You don't know. He said he listed as a Raiders of one of the teams this offseason. Look, man, like there's a chance if to. they if they don't improve, which they look they look like shit. Let's be honest. Yeah. They do not look good. Uh Russell Wilson could be moving on from the Seahawks. Yeah. There are other That's options out there. That's a legitimate option. Yeah, and listen, who who doesn't want to come to Vegas? Right? <laughs> You got Ciara there. <laughs> she'll just, be able to. She'll, she'll be able to get a, a, what, a residency over go. at one of the hotels or MGM, one of the casinos. Baby, let's go. <laughs> but I think that's just the right approach right now is wait and see how this season progresses. Because listen, if Derek Carr is one of the main reasons you go to the playoffs, of course you're going to extend him. I mean, you have to at that point. Yeah. Because he's going to be the reason why you guys are in that position, and they're not done out of the division yet. Don't get me wrong. I mean, the Chiefs are last place still. And yeah. You still have to play them twice. So. A lot riding on this still. It was a tough loss. I like the fight in that second half, though, because that did show me that they're really not out of any game. Like, they have the big play capabilities. It's them and the Ravens. I saw this. It's the Ravens and the Raiders have the most big plays, so anything over 20, 20 yards throwing, 15 yards running, they have the most mm-hmm. in the league, which is crazy. Like, Carr's taking the deep shots that we haven't seen. We've never seen these kind of deep shots. People think, oh, in 2016, his his uh, breakout year that he was taking all these kind of deep shots, he really wasn't taking that many. It was a lot of intermediate, maybe 15 yards, stuff to like Cooper and Crabtree. But these are bombs he's throwing to rugs. And man, just hoist it up there and you get a flag too. There's just... Yeah. That's what makes me pissed off about this entire situation though when we're going we're, we're to when we're, when we're gonna get to the personnel in just a second. But they've clearly figured out a way to use rugs that... Uh, maximizes his strengths right and gruden's figured that out and Derek carr right now by the way on third down listen to these numbers he's number one on third down passing baby. 12.41 yards per attempt which leads the league the next up is stafford who has just over 10 and then he also has a 139.36 passer rating on third down that's a great number. That's better than any other quarterback. The next up is also Stafford, who has a 127.2 passer rating. So he's, you know, created a pretty wide gap between him and the next best quarterback on third down. But the question is, are you going to keep trying to establish this run with Josh Jacobs when the line is not that good? Or are you going to let Derek Carr, who clearly right now is your best player? I know Darren Waller, you know, you could you could yeah. try and it's a toss up between the two. Most important is Derek But yeah, yeah, but Carr's your hey man, Carr's your guy yeah. right now. Why don't you let him just try and feast and do that not only on third down but on first and second down? I'm not saying every single time, but you get what I'm saying. No, more was, often in the game. I like that too. Brian Greasy did bring up a good point. He's like, "Listen, it was like halfway through the second quarter. Like, your run game's not working. Mm-hmm. Just let your playmaker, Derek Carr, let him do what he's done all year. Just get in the shotgun, get him out there, get him at least a couple seconds to where he can make an actual throw and not yeah. have to work under center and get clobbered every time. Yeah. Just four wides and just let him rip. And I think actually a sneaky loss for them was Derek Carrier not playing because they mm. like to do a lot of three tight end sets yeah with waller morrow and mm. carrier they weren't able to do that and carrier looks like he's going to be out again this week so that takes off a lot of what chucky likes to do with their game plan so, i love that i love that you have that take by just, the way that's that that's what you're going to get here on this podcast yeah. no one is going to say oh they might have been missing their number three tight end it's true <laughs> like especially in the blocking game for them and stuff yeah. like that bring in an extra blocker to help Derek out i mean it, it's a real thing and by the way it looks like uh gonna be no akeem keem hicks 
for the that's Bears. Big. That's huge. Uh, limited today was our old friend Khalil Mack, so he's still questionable to play Sunday. He'll I would play. assume he would. If he practices today, usually if it's limited, yeah. he'll probably I'm, play. I'm ne- uh, honestly, dude, I'm I'm not going to look off an injury report ever ever again because of all the 49ers injuries that happened last year <laughs> and doing the 5-6 to six show. I'm like, oh, I don't know if that guy's going to play. Then they end up playing. I'm yeah. just, I, I can't do the prediction thing of who's going to play and who's not. we got to wait till that Sunday. One particular concern though and this was a cool story and last year we actually or last year last episode we talked about it but brian edwards right brian edwards on that third down play didn't even try to get the first down it's like he just stuck there it was the weirdest thing and now we're you know we're four weeks into the season about to go to week five i don't know if you can i guess we're a quarter of the way through that's what this freaking 17 game schedule does I, yeah. and we're no there's no longer a quarter of the season because there's no such thing as a quarter of 17 it's games yeah. but edwards according to nfl's next gen stats has created the least amount of separation from cornerbacks among all qualifying receivers it's not good so like i was saying yesterday he's number one in contested catches well that's also because now we're realizing oh he can't separate from the defender, so any throw that it's going his way, it's going to be a contested catch. And now it was cute when he had more yards in overtime than he did in regular season, but now it's starting to become a problem. I think it's something to monitor going forward. It is, and it would probably be highlighted more if Derek obviously wasn't throwing just guys like Ruggs, Renfro, and Waller. They're all balling still. By the way, tackle of the year so far by Hunter Renfro. We'll get to that in a second, but you're right about Brian Edwards, man. I just... And it's hard if you're not gaining separation. Listen, it's one thing if you're throwing it to Darren Waller, like that play in the end zone where he's clearly covered, but he's got six, seven inches on the cornerback, and you know he's just going to grab it. Derek doesn't have that trust yet with Brian Edwards. I mean, yeah, he made some plays here and there in the first couple of games, but listen, if you're not gaining separation, Derek's not going to throw it to you because there's a guy named Hunter Renfro who has five or six yards of separation every single time he runs a route. So listen, he's got to step up. I mean... I want to say, I want to say, this offense is really, really good. Mm-hmm. I want to say they're one of the best in the league. Stats show that. I still don't. It's that offensive line. It's that. Line. It's all on the I offensive just line. Can't trust it when push comes to shove, man. Yeah, yeah. Tough. Josh Jacobs is getting hit as soon as he tries to get past <sighs> the line of scrimmage. Uh, but that Hunter Renfro play, where it's a fake punt where it's a fake punt and Renfro just comes in and makes the sticks him. He doesn't even run fully. Like he, he's unsure. Like when you watch him, it's like, oh, wait, wait. Oh, oh wait, there's no one covering him. Like yeah. he does a stutter step first and then he runs and just bolts. And it was one of the greatest. Got up plays. to 17 miles an hour. That's quick. Man. <laughs> That's quick. And that was a, just a hit stick too. perfect form on mm-hmm. his knee, driving the defender out of bounds. It was but one other know, thing yeah. we got to note. Gruden grinder, man. I'll tell you what. Well, I, I, tell I, had, what man. I wish I had six other guys just like him, man. But one thing that that shows is when that happened, when that play happened, what was that? Was that the first half? Was that the first half when they tried to run the fake punt? Yeah, when it was. It, it was, right? It was the second quarter. They were up seven to nothing, I think, at that point. They yeah. were. They were still up seven nothing. That shows the respect that that Chargers team has for the Raiders offense. Yeah. Because you don't pull trick plays like that unless you're real. Like, they could they have easily. Score. They knew they needed to I score. I mean, come on, dude. It's 4th yeah. and 12. You could easily just punt in that situation when you're up 7 nothing in the first quarter. It's like you got plenty of time left. They didn't want to let the Raiders get have any chance of getting back into that game. Now, granted, 
You know, yeah. the next drive, they would only go three and out, and they wouldn't even gain a yard on it. It took them forever to get a first down. But still, that goes to show the respect that the other team has with the Raider Yeah, offense. these aren't the same old chargers. Brandon Staley's a hell of a head coach. I mean, you you sent me his post-game talk. This guy, oh. just, this guy is just peak. He knows what he's doing. Smart analytics. Hmm. I mean, they just played the Chiefs last week, and they were going for it a bunch, too, because they knew you can't give Patrick Mahomes another opportunity. Yeah. Like, we just need to keep scoring. Field goals aren't going to do it. They didn't even attempt a field goal at all that game. They scored 28. Yeah. So, it's just, uh, these aren't the same old Chargers. Anthony Lynn last year might have lost that game for him a couple times by punting it instead Maybe. of going for it. Yeah. The play of the game, obviously, was thrown at the Jaron Cook there towards midfield on fourth and two. Perriman was in great position, man. Just... Better throw, better catch by Cook and Herbert, and that was the game pretty much. They're a good team. Everyone forgets they're a good team because, well, they're always hurt. (laughs) That's pretty much it. Everyone forgets. The Chargers always find a way to blow it in the past. Exactly. They got players, though. They do got players. So, we got this game coming up against the Bears, and, you know, we're not going to— Two returns. We're not going to see Mullen, as you mentioned. We're not going to see Arnett. Uh, Hobbs is going to play, it looks like. Hobbs. Nixon just got activated from the IR. Amick Robertson was another guy, number 21. I think he was going to fill in at some point there. And Casey Hayward right now is one of the best cornerbacks in the league, and there's no doubt about it. But let's just rehash that memory about the Khalil Mack trade. So the Raiders, they traded away Khalil Mack, a second rounder in 2019, and then a seventh rounder in 2020. Those picks, they didn't become anything. So really, you were just trading Khalil Mack, and luckily that second rounder didn't become anything because if it did, then we'd be looking at this trade, I think, a little bit differently. Uh, But the Raiders received the first rounder that became Josh Jacobs, the other first rounder in 2020 that became Damon Arnett. Who was their second round pick for the Bears? Cole Cole Komet. Cole Komet. Yeah, he stinks. Yeah. Tight end. Yeah, he stinks. (laughs) Watch I say that, though. He gets like 100 yards. I know, right? Justice. Yeah, watch it be a com- revenge game for him. I'm sneaky nervous about Justin Fields. We'll get that in a second. But I'm sneaky nervous. About Josh Jacobs, Damon Arnett in 2020, and then Brian Edwards in 2020 as well. And then they also had a 2019 six-rounder. He ended up getting traded, so there's not even a point in talking about that. It's a pretty clear that the Bears won the trade, uh, but... Did they? Yes. They, they haven't won anything, though. Yes. They've gone to the playoffs, but what did they They had the an all-pro defender in Khalil Mack that would have kept the defense together. Like, come on. The whole culture got ruined after that trade. I'm, I'm ready to call it a wash in that neither team won. The Raiders oh. got the best year of Khalil Mack's career already when he won Defensive Player of the Year. Uh-huh. He hasn't done that with the Bears. He hasn't been that level since then. He's been having a solid year. Gruden's just lucky that Max Crosby was chosen by Mike Mayock and he's been doing playing as well as he has and been one of the best edge rushers in the NFL. That softens it a little bit. But that trade was awful. And, you know, they got the best of them in that first matchup. Wasn't that in London? Raiders, yeah, Bears? They got the they best of them. up against Chase Daniel, so it wasn't exactly <laughs> the same. They almost lost that game, too. But, but yeah. hey, man, it's hard to not look back on that trade and just think like he had 12 and a half sacks the following year. Yeah. Like, he should have been his he should have been a Raider his entire career. He should have. Yeah. If there's going to be anybody and now it's just not looking like, you know, Cooper's already gone. Uh Carr, we don't know what's going to happen with him. Just feels like any sort of uh any sort of franchise building that we thought was going to happen in the mid 2010s. Well, it's just, it all came crashing down after that. My friend had a birthday that day, or his his daughter had a birthday. It was like her second birthday. 
and the Khalil Mack trade happened. I was not in a good mood at my friend's that daughter's my, second birthday party. I was party. having my, what was it, second year wedding anniversary, and I was just miserable. So? I was miserable. Justin Fields, you said he scares you. What scares you most about Justin Fields? Just the mobility. It just I didn't like having to go up against guys like Lamar Jackson week one, and even Herbert to an extent last week. I mean, these guys that can move now and just scare you with your legs because I still think of this Raiders defense like, listen, they can bite. They could. Well, well, but doesn't the fact that the Bears offensive line stinks? You got a good D line. Darius Phylon, by the way, looks very good on the interior. I don't know how they got him. And if you Google his name and you look back on his time with the Cardinals and why he was gone from the Cardinals, dude got in a little legal trouble and you know, doesn't seem like to be the best dude of all time. Not not the greatest human being. But hey, this is the NFL. He's not yeah. Tyreek Hill. Okay? okay, he's no. He's not as bad as Tyreek Hill, okay. but still pretty bad. Yeah. But he's looking. He's looking good. And with the edge rushers, with Ngakwe and Crosby, I think they can get after Fields and at least the cornerbacks, they can tackle. That's the thing with Nate Hobbs and Casey Hayward, and I think they got the instincts there that they can stop Justin Fields. And really, Justin Fields has been, um, in the last game when he was when he was going off, he appeared to be more of a, a pocket guy. I, I, I thought he would be more of a runner, and he has the capability with his legs, but he's more of a pocket passer right now, and I'm, I'm actually feeling kind of good going up against this and Bears Montgomery team. Montgomery obviously being out is a huge loss for huge. them. Huge. That's a really big, and obviously they don't have Tariq Cohen. He's been out this mm-hmm. year. He's been on the pup list. Got him on fantasy. Hopefully a little draft and stash for later. There you go. Um, PPR. There you go. Shout out. <laughs> First in the division, so yeah. you can get with it. Five and zero. Wise. NBD. Oh yeah, yeah. The, oh, you're five first five in the league, huh? The yeah. first in the the ninety five seven league. Come on, dude. Yeah, I got scam him in this week. That looks like a dub. <laughs> yeah, I beat him last week, one thirteen to one hundred eight. Well, that's a close one. Shout scam. out to Mister Cam Inman. Yeah, you like calling him scam on Steining Rude. R.I.P. Steining Rude. Oh. By the way. Oh yeah, the new Big station announcements obviously at ninety five mm-hmm. seven. If you guys didn't hear, yeah, I'll be still on from five to six. Uh, Bonte and Shasky going from 6 to 9 and then Spadoni is going to be on the board from 9 to 12 for Mr. Mark Willard and Mr. Dan Dibley and then also for Steiny and Guru going from 12 to 3 6 straight hours yeah. and you got DRK from 3 to 6 Damon and Ratto 3 to Damon 6 Damon and Ratto excuse and me Kolsky. I called it DRK no no <laughs> well DR and then K how about that I'll bleep so, that out yeah, in the podcast DR and then K it's alright mm-hmm. uh, so you got Damon and Ratto from 3 to 6 and then Kolsky solo dolos from 6 to 10 there you I go. told him he should go Jason Derulo I'm riding solo oh my me god both I don't think he likes he's a fish guy I'm out on fish by the way fish is good live <sighs> they don't do they even they don't sing or don't they like playing guitar the whole time they jam and it's very impressive oh, jam they oh. that's what they are it's very impressive if, if you're into that sort of thing <laughs> yeah. all right so who is the one x factor for you and we like to call them silver and black factors here on black hole sundays but yeah. one player on offense one player on defense who's going to be your quote-unquote x factor for this double game. x for max crosby on defense how about that because he spells his name with two x's that works there you go so we're going max crosby on defense mm-hmm. Get a sack here or there. Maybe Yannick Ngakwe. Maybe gets another one, too. Phylon, as you said. I'm looking for three sacks out of this defense, at mm-hmm. least. At least. You saw the Cleveland Browns, what they did, what Miles Garrett, what Jadavion Clowney did this offensive line. I'm looking for this Raiders def- uh, defensive line feast. Conversely, on the offense, I'm looking at the offensive line. I want to see some growth from this offensive line, and particularly moving Leatherwood to guard. I want to see him... And I want to see Brandon Parker. I want to see them step up 
because they're going to be without Akeem Hicks, this Bears defensive line, and a hobbled Khalil Mack. Granted, they got Roquan Smith and other good players, but I want to have them enough time because the secondary is kind of soft for Chicago, and the Raiders should have the matchups there on the outside with Waller and with Ruggs. So just give Derek enough time. I think it'll be a low-scoring game. I'm, I'm thinking like 21-10, something around there, uh, Raiders win. So just give Derek enough time in the offensive line, and we'll be fine. So I'm going – If that's just, that's kind of a cop-out answer, wasn't it, With for X Factor. But I'm kind of going just offensive line. As I wouldn't goal. say so because I, I agree. It's a unit, so I'm just I going agree. one unit. I agree. Yeah. It's all going to be one in the trenches this game. Yeah. It is. I mean, other guys that we can look to – hey, Damian Williams, I know he's backing him up, but he's no slouch. He's actually pretty good. So Damian Williams, and we've seen him before uh, over with the, uh, with, the, with the Chiefs. And, you know, he understands the Raiders, and it's going to be big on the linebackers to get going. But my one guy that I'm looking for – it's going to continue to be Casey Hayward okay. because on defense, hey, if you're going up against Allen Robinson, who has one of the been one of the most underrated receivers in the NFL, they're probably going to go to the opposite side. So maybe I should choose whoever's the opposing corner, but I'll assume that they'll give Allen Robinson some targets anyway. It's up to Casey Hayward to get those stops because if he's getting beat, then the entire team's getting beat. But you know, lo and behold. It all has to be done in the trenches, right? Yeah. Max Crosby and Yannick Ngakwe still got to keep going the way they're going and keep up the pressures. Even though the sack numbers aren't there, you mean the top team has 15 right now and the Raiders have nine? But Crosby has more quarterback hits than, you know, Crosby has more quarterback hits right now, just as many as the top guys like Aaron Donald. He's right up there, so I agree. It's got to be done in the trenches. And then on the opposite side... I want to see Henry Ruggs continue to thrive, man. Mm. I want to see him continue to get open. Looking like a first-rounder. He is, man. He's finally, like, he's looked good this year, and I've been really happy uh, with seeing his progress. So, what, you got 21-10? Yes. You got 21-10, actually? Let me just double-check here. Last time I checked, uh, Raiders were minus 5.5. Okay. That was, the, that was the line. I let saw. me let me let me double check here with BetQL. I want to oh, make sure BetQL network. I want to make sure to get the information from BetQL here. I should have been much more prepared, and I always forget uh, to make sure to open the odds here. But the over under right now is at forty five. So you're going way under, and me, mm, I'm going to see it being a close game. I could see the uh, uh, the Bears covering that number. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I think it's actually going to be a high scoring game. Wow. I think it's going to be a high scoring game. I'm going to go. This is the Justin Fields, like, let's. This is kind of his breakout game. I'm going to go 31 to 27 Raiders. Wow. Justin Fields having a big day then. The yes. Yes. Okay. I could, I, but That's then again. That's fine. You can have a big day if they still lose. That's fine with me. But then again. All of my predictions have just been terrible so far this season. Hey, we both had the Raiders losing last week, though. We did. So, we did. It took that. a lot. It yes. took a lot to have the Raiders losing. That First show. Game. Sorry, guys. We're losing. <laughs> I, I, it sucked to be right, but I just did not have a great feeling. Oh, man. All right. That's going to do it for this episode of Black Hole Sundays. We'll be back next Friday. Have a great weekend, everybody. Enjoy Sunday's matchup between the Raiders and the Bears. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fees 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is kind. 
stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.